Welcome to the Becoming Untangled podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Worthington, soul speaker, lifestyle influencer, and your new bestie. Becoming Untangled was created for my fellow sister friends to pour love, light, and inspiration in a sacred space. Each week, we will show up, shine, and grow together. We believe in creating a community where all women can be their true, authentic, and untangled selves. It's finally time to invest in you. You, my love, deserve it. Are you ready to dive in? Let's go, boo. Welcome to the Becoming Untangled podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Worthington, and this is episode number two. Thank you for joining me. I actually have the honor of talking with my gorgeous husband, Chris Worthington, today. Hi, everybody. Hi, babe. Hi. So I really wanted to discuss, um, kind of flow into what Becoming Untangled is really all about and why it started and what makes us us. We do get that question a lot after being together 17 years, and I thought... 17 glorious years. Yes. I thought I would ask maybe just a couple questions from your perspective um, as the male in this role. <laughs> um, and one of the so topics, much pressure. one of the topics being our communication style. So my question to you is how, how do we make it work when it comes to communication? It, it really involves active listening. I feel strongly that anytime you have an issue or any sort of thing that you need to bring up or, and discuss, that it's important that I, as the listener, actually hear everything that you're saying and you do a really good job on the converse so you actually listen really well as as well well and that's like a practice over time because let's be honest I was never a great listener neither was I I always wanted my my way or the highway you know I was always (laughs) right it's kind of like what I created I think being right just keeps you safe and it doesn't keep you you know it doesn't let you open up to other opinions um so i did that forever but once, you're a thousand percent right i mean if you always get vested in being right then you make your partner a loser and do you really want to be with a loser i don't think so well that's not very nice well i think that's what we looked at it in the sense of saying like you know what hey doesn't matter about being right it just matters about listening and helping each other to get whatever it is that you desire so if you really want something i'm gonna help you to get it yeah. And that's the difference. So instead of me always focusing on being right, I focused on what can I do to help. So I come from a place of service more than I did by winning or being right or yeah. being absolutely correct. I agree. I feel the same way. A lot, you know, I just thought of um, when I call you or we talk in person, I tend I to love, think out loud all the time. So if I have ideas spinning or if it's anything with the kids, uh, I will call you and you're the first person that I speak to about anything. And I think one of my tips, I guess, that I would love to give to everybody or a takeaway would be in order to get to that place with your significant other, you really have to trust them before you can communicate. And so if you're on the other end and you want your spouse to communicate with you, they have to be they have to be willing to trust you. And so that really builds the foundation where, you can kind of set the set the scene, set the conversation. Uh, we do that a lot. I'll say, you know, Chris, I'm just looking to vent right now. So if you could 
let me get all this out and then we can talk about it after. 1000%. Instead of like interrupting or having, you know, some people assume judgment, things like that. We kind of set the conversation. For sure. And then it rolls better. And listen, we've learned over 17 years, right? Of Absolutely. How to master it. Well, every day we're learning. And that's the other part of it too. You, your Lauren's brain works so fantastically in that she has to Is that bring... A word? I just made it up. I'm keeping <laughs> I was it. I going to say, I don't so, know So <clears throat> her, her brain really processes things a lot differently and it's amazing to watch. It's a beautiful and mind. It really is. <laughs> and it's awesome to actually hear. So when she calls me, one of the things that she, I don't even think you know, is how much I absolutely love those moments. I love when you call and you're just breaking through all of these sorts of ideas, um, thought processes, if that's even a word, and just literally go through it. It's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah, and I think that, um, like I said, just kind of going back, if we can go back to the trust, because I feel like that is the foundation. You know, I, I do hear from a lot of women, you know, especially in the line of work that we we are part of, and really in general, just being a police wife, you have to have that trust. Because if you're gone, you know, these crazy hours, and you're out there doing your thing, and I'm not sure what's happening, we have perfected that conversation over and over, where we know what to expect on the other end of the phone or in person. And that really goes with each situation that comes up in life. I feel like we've said, okay, Let's just take a police example. Sure. Tell, you can tell me about X, Y, and Z. This is what I don't want to hear. You know, anything usually to do with children. But if you need to release it or if you need to discuss it, then obviously as your partner, I'm going to be there for you. And that's kind of how we've rolled with that. And then if it's, like I said, the example of I just need to vent, you know, if it's about the kids, like let me just get it all out and then we can discuss it after which is another style. And sure. then the business piece, you know, my creation, yeah, it is a little, I definitely can throw you off at times because I come up with, I've probably thought about it every way till Sunday by the time I try to voice it to you. And then what's really great is when we have those beautiful conversations, I'm then ready to listen because I respect your opinion and you really help me navigate that. And I totally agree. And when you talk about trust, what I like is for me being in law enforcement, we tend to be a little less trusting. Obviously, given our relationship, I'm able to talk to you about certain things, and I definitely know the boundaries. I'm certainly not going to talk to you about violence and grossness and things that we see on a daily basis, but I will... Unless you have to. Unless I have to. Yeah. And I want to be able to decompress. I want to be able to get those things out. And I think that, for me, knowing that I can trust you not to judge me is huge. Yeah, I totally agree. And this is coming from somebody, you know, if you're watching my journey just in the beginning of really the Facebook video I posted, sort of like unleashing myself to be like my wholehearted self um, into the podcast, mm -hmm. is that I didn't communicate with anybody for a good 30 years except for Chris. And I don't mean that I didn't talk to my mom or my sister or my dad or my brother or a couple best friends. It means that I really didn't pour my truth, like my, my soul all the time, um, which is important to me, my personality. I've got to really live in my authentic self. And you helped really get that out. You know, we had a lot of conversations about living in, you know, pulling off the masks and really being who I am and who you see. So one other question would be, what was that like watching, you know, the real me, but watching me not live that sort of lifestyle fully yet? 
Or really being truly authentic me out to the world. It wasn't a frustration, but it was definitely difficult at times because I know your potential because I love you and I respect you and I hold so much trust for you. I knew that what you have to offer is so vastly amazing that the world needs to see this. And it was difficult at times, but what was even what was so much better was watching you grow through that time and then get to where you are today. That to me was worth every single second of it because you are just a fantastic human being you're my bestie yes my lover you're everything i want in a wife period oh thank you baby so would you say that if i don't do my what i've been calling my daily intention so this is for anybody listening that isn't putting themselves first like i didn't for years What's the difference of when I didn't do my daily intentions versus when I do my daily intentions? What kind of, do you see a Jekyll yeah. and Hyde? Yes. Oh, my God. So, yeah, Jekyll and Hyde, there's a distinct difference. When you do all of your daily development and you meditate and you do all the things that you require, you are such a better wife, a better mom, a better human being for all of us. Which is why I always advocate for you to go and do the things that you need to do to fill your cup each and every single day so that you could be um, those things at the end of the day. Because I need that at the end of the day when I come home at one in the morning and I need to be able to just kind of decompress. I need you to be in your best state of mind so that you could help me navigate when I'm not in my best state of mind. So that's why I think for purposes of just getting those daily intentions done... It's a non-negotiable in our household. You have to get them done to make you fulfilled. See, ladies, so if you can take anything out of this conversation is it's okay to put yourself first. It's okay to communicate with your partner what you need. And for me, it was like, if I don't get out and at least do 30 minutes of exercise, you better watch out. Seriously. I mean, even if it comes to like yoga and stretching, it's like that is an absolute non-negotiable Another non-negotiable that I could give you is I love sitting in silence with like my cup of coffee in the morning, kind of organizing my day, having my kids get, you know, they go off to school and then it's, you know, I do my reading, I do my meditation and then I journal and right now I'm in um, an academy um, and so I make sure that I do those modules and apply it to building this business that we're creating. And so once I can get those things sort of out then it's okay round two and then it's taking care of you know any of the household stuff uh reaching out to our team and building the team and that way by the time the kids get home and chris gets home i am i am me i am feeling like i took care of myself which is the best feeling in the world it really is and that is kind of how we we got there you know we've had conversations and communication always around it and Chris sort of checks in okay did you do xyz today because I asked him to be my accountability partner it's not him for sure you know kind of reprimanding me but he he knows when I haven't maybe worked out and I need to get that energy out another thing for men as well because obviously you gave that great advice for women is to don't always uh, wait for the ask take it upon yourself to really say I'm going to take the kids, go for a 10-minute walk. Uh, Why don't you go meditate for 15 minutes? Go make a cup of coffee for your wife or your spouse. Go do the little things. Because honestly, I've learned over the years that Lauren does not care about the big things. It's all the little things that she really cares about. And if I'm able to do just a few of those little things, 
I mean, she's a totally different person because it gives her now the opportunity to fill her cup. And then when I need to do something to fill my cup, she'll be the first to be like, no, go. I got it. Don't worry about it. And so part of the becoming untangled is really to help women feel worthy. So just stop feeling unworthy and to invest in yourselves. And so right there was Chris would say, go for a 10 minute walk go get a manicure and I would always refuse because and I mean for years I'd be like nope nope I don't need that I've got to take care of the kids you know you guys need me you guys need me and really they were like hey crazy can you get out for a little (laughs) while but I just took on everybody's emotions and like you know I've got to be here 24 7 because really the bottom line or the inner core belief was that I didn't feel worthy enough. How dare I leave the family for 10 minutes and go take care of myself? Like that was selfish to me. Hello? No, it's not. Like wake up and thank Christ I woke up. (laughs) Well, because we get the best version of you. I think that's so important and I don't want that to get missed that when you go and do those little things, we truly do get the best version of you when you come home. And that's, I would rather the best version of you for a shorter period of time mm-hmm. than the unfulfilled version of you for an extended period of time. Yeah. And I, you know, also when you're using your communication and that could be either communication with your spouse, like we kind of talked about in the beginning, just communication, um, with you. So yeah. that's where journaling I think comes in. Not I think I a hundred thousand percent believe it is so beneficial to journal because those are your thoughts, your feelings, and I really like going back into my journal and using that um, really as inspiration, kind of see the journey I was on. And one of the things I wrote that always sticks out to me is nothing can bring you peace but yourself. That's so nothing can bring you peace but yourself. So if you are like me and sort of or the former version of myself, really not sure where to start, this is where it starts. One, you're listening to the podcast. Two, you're reaching out to a friend, uh, maybe to go get coffee. You're reaching out to your spouse to just say, hey, I want to do this. What do you think? Um, But set that conversation up. Like, I just need to vent. I really do honor your opinion, but let me get out my thoughts first and see, like, what you think. Like, could this really work? And then over time, I mean, that takes work. Um, It doesn't just happen. Yeah, and I feel like the... when the. Funny thing about what you're just saying, or not funny, but ironic thing about what you're saying is our mentality really shifted because when you started doing that, you stopped focusing on the problem and you really started focusing on our solution. So when you say, I just want to vent, we listen or I listen to the entire situation first before I would insert, well, the problem is or this or that, blah, 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 and just really get to the end of it. And then we could really together work on a solution, which is so powerful because that was us working as a team right. versus, you know, going tit for tat in the beginning or arguing back and forth. So I absolutely love that beautiful statement you just made. Yeah, it's I 100% agree. It's not a tit for tat, you know, conversations, communication are... It's supposed to flow easy. And listen, we're not perfect. No. And your conversations, when you start to be really confident with whoever you're speaking this to, um, they're going to flow and they should flow. And if they don't, I always say, like, take a step back. It, well, actually, this is one of the other things. If you don't like something about somebody else, take a look at that person because there's it's a reflection of something you don't like about yourself. 
or maybe you're not there yet. So example, you know, oh my gosh, she's got this beautiful mastermind. She's got all these great people and she's doing all these speaking engagements and she's enrolling all these people. What's wrong with me? I can't, you know, I don't like her because, you know, she's just, she's too like, ugh, you know, on screen or on Facebook or she posts too much. When really, if you take a step back, which we've had these conversations, Chris and I, take a step back, that's usually a reflection of something, some inner turmoil with yourself. And so that in particular has happened to me before where I went off the social media grid for a seven day challenge um, was because I was finding myself comparing and that voice saying, you're not good enough, you're not worthy, they're better than you. When it's just all, that's just all noise and I was happy, or not happy, I was uh, vulnerable enough to say to Chris, hey, I, this is, I think I need this. Actually, no, I know I need this. What do you think? And he was like, heck yeah, I'll do it with you. Like, let's go off social media for seven days and hang out with the family and, you know, not feel like we're always on our phone or comparing where our lives are. And my God, did it change everything. I mean, everything. It really did. I feel like any... Too much of anything isn't always a good thing. We always tell our kids, especially after Halloween, don't have too many pieces of candy, don't have too many of this. It's, you know, that self-gratification or that instant gratification, I should say, of social media or which draws comparison and all those other things, it's sometimes detrimental. So you got to unplug every once in a while from the things that you're focusing way too much attention on. At the end of the day, what it boils down to for Lauren and I is we focus on each other, we focus on our children, and we focus on the things that really fill our cup. And if we can do that, we're happier people for it. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, and you know, the social media comparison too is not communication. It's not, well, it's not a healthy part of communication, right? We're seeing highlight reels. And we're putting in assumptions that this person's living, you know, this grandeur life. And yet we don't see their inner struggles. We don't see their maybe lack of communication. I'm going to use myself as that example, you know, until recently. Yeah, you saw little glimpses of who I am. And I, not to say that I wasn't myself. I definitely was. But I knew I wanted to share more. I knew I had more to say. And I knew more people could relate. And so that's why I had to get really clear and just get off the grid for a little bit write down in my journal like a crazy person and I mean crazy person as in like I didn't stop journaling I brain dumped like crazy which birthed the podcast finally I mean this has been something we've wanted to do for two years now and it was oh my gosh who's gonna listen nobody's gonna listen what do you have to say you know oh you know I mean all the what do we call them gremlins would come out and now it's like are you kidding? This is so fantastic. All the things we have to give, which is this podcast is a form of communication. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's um, been a lot of fun to having the vision with you and being able to really sit down and create vision boards and do fun little activities together. And I know that sounds a little cliche, but that's part of being in a relationship is dreaming. Often I wonder if other people are dreaming as much as they thought they would or should and I challenge everybody if you haven't really get um, clear on what your vision is Lauren chooses to do that through journaling and meditation I do that by like if I can go take a walk I get clear uh, or a jog or something to that effect now and I haven't done that in a while but I'm going to continue to do that and Lauren holds me accountable which is absolutely amazing nothing better than having someone really cheerleading for you to do those things that make you happy 
Yeah, and that's kind of where, <clears throat> as we finish up, Chris can, we'll check in with him a couple times throughout the next couple weeks because, like me, he has not been taking care of himself because he's taking care of the family. And I'm challenging him right now, hot off the press, <laughs> to do the same things that I'm doing, which yes. is, you know, our daily intentions. You know, really get clear, get really quiet with yourself to see, you know, what will fill my cup like what do I need to take care of myself before I can take care of anybody else before you know I step foot into whatever job you have or before I step foot onto a stage whatever you know before I step foot in you know into my home and I don't mean stage like you're a stripper but stage like (laughs) if people are you know speaking you know make sure that you're taking care of yourself first before you can serve others that's huge and so I'm going to challenge you. Challenge accepted. Done. And we'll check back in with Chris to see how he's doing. And uh, we'll go from there. Sounds good. Thanks, well, babe. Thank you for having me. I'm glad. Well, you're not going anywhere. You're going to be part of this podcast even more. We're going to, you know, it'll be nice to have Chris's perspective and, you know, the male perspective as we go through this journey of becoming untangled. I think it's really important to see both sides of the story. And, you know, we've been together 17 years, so I think we I think we got fun. some street cred on that. Heck yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you, loveys, for listening in. Love you so much. Can't wait for you to hear episode three. And thanks again for listening. I love you, babe. Love you. A huge hug to all of you who have taken the time out of your day to listen in. My hope is that you've taken away some nuggets and feel inspired to become untangled and be the leader of your life. It would mean the world to me if you share this episode with a friend. You can also head on over to iTunes and give it a five-star rating. We would be so grateful. Remember, you have to love yourself so much so deep in your soul to love anyone else thereafter.